Sawbones is a show about medical history, and nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. It's for fun. Can't you just have fun for an hour and not try to diagnose your mystery boil? We think you've earned it. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy a moment of distraction from that weird growth. You're worth it. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sawbones, Marital Tour of Misguided Medicine. I'm your co-host, Justin McElroy. And I'm Sydney McElroy. Sing a Christmas carol, sing a Christmas carol. Oh, you're already there. Like the children do. You were very, now you were enjoy very. Enjoy the beauty. Oh, you're going to. Enjoy gonna, okay. the beauty. How much? Merry Christmas will bring to you. Okay. Are we good? Are we good now? And since I left. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Simply happy. You you weren't in the spirit earlier today. That's true. You were very resistant to the the season. That's the thing about candlelights. It sneaks up on you. Oh. The season began as soon as I poured this delicious, delicious, creamery fresh. Delicious. Delicious, creamery fresh eggnog mm-hmm. with a little splash of Captain Morgan's finest coconut rum. That's exciting. We never do that on Sawbones. No, but this is a festive time of year here on November twenty first, as the crow flies as we're recording this. <laughs> and I try not to drink anything while I'm recording, like just any beverage for mouth noise reasons, not you know just even water. And so, like, it's really just that this eggnog with whiskey is sitting next to me. Yes, it's and just calling to me. Of the mouth noises produced by beverage combos, I can't imagine you could do much worse than eggnog. I'll enjoy that warm eggnog when we're done with no, our show. You're gonna record it. At, you're gonna drink as a recording because we're celebrating the candlelight season has fully begun here. We've got our, tree up. We we got our tree we up. We got the inflatables in the front we yard. We watched Albert Finney's brilliant Scrooge and Sydney. I am so in such a great holiday vibe. I cannot wait to see what festive, oh, no. fun. Oh, no. Energy you are bringing to this episode of our Sawbones podcast. You know, some of them are, can be a little bit dour, but I just know that with this great holiday groove we got going on here at the McElroy household, you have got something j- 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 jolly. Well, we've been sticking to, like, Sawbones original material lately with a lot of history, old medical stuff. But occasionally we like to dip into new fads, new health trends that will be mm, sawbones fodder for the future. She hasn't even dipped in the eggnog, I haven't even had the eggnog (laughs) yet. Can't say that word. Uh, And we recently, it it has come to my attention that, okay, as you know, if you listen to our show, resistance to vaccines. Oh, this isn't feeling very festive. It's not new. Uh, Ever since the first... The, the smallpox vaccine mm-hmm. was introduced, and 
people started businesses and schools and stuff started saying, hey, we want everybody to get this before you show up so you don't, you know, spread deadly smallpox to everyone. Uh, We've had anti-vaxxers. And the arguments have been pretty similar over the years. Religious freedom or just freedom, freedom. Freedom, freedom. freedom, freedom. Regular freedom. And uh, fear of what's in it. Natural stuff. I like to stick to natural things. I don't like whatever medicine. (laughs) Um, The same stuff, right? Uh, right. A lot of people are just scared of shots. I think that is still, I still hold that a lot of people are just scared of needles. And that if vaccines were pills, it would not be such an issue. Probably. But I think that's a fair assumption. Some, some vaccines are pills, to be fair. It's just most aren't. It's true. But uh, an, an idea. And if it was a TikTok, then I think people would have no problems. Or a TikTok. Or a Tic Tac. If it was a Tic Tac, if people were wild about those things, that would be my problem is if the vaccine was a Tic Tac, I'd pop one and be like, oh my gosh, good. And then later, I, have I, more. I wouldn't even be thinking about it. You know what I mean? i just pop it open, jam four in. And you'd be ultra vaccinated. There's not an amount of Tic Tacs where you're like, oh, this is good. This is a good amount of Tic Tacs You in my feel mouth. that way about Tic Tacs? Yeah. It's not like I love them or anything, but it's just like, what am I doing? There, one, you put one Tic Tac in your mouth, you're like, what am I doing? Did a tooth come loose? That is similar to the pro- problem with Tic Tacs. Yeah, that, but you can't watch this one. Yeah. So, okay, but this this idea isn't new. But the idea that, uh, okay, let's say you have to get the vaccine. You don't want to. Ugh, but you man. you have to to keep your job or because you want to travel or you want to go to a restaurant in New York or whatever. And so you're going to get it, but you need a way to undo it. Okay. Right? That seems newer, it's not. It's not. It's not just a COVID thing, but it is definitely newer than general resistance to vaccines. It, it, there definitely is this new idea that, like, okay, well, so you you went and did it. You got the vaccine. Now, how can you detox yourself after you get it? Which is a mis. It's not a toxin to begin with, right? No, it's not. It's not. I mean, that the thing is, um, I okay. <laughs> It's in the in the fiction of this, the idea is that after you've gotten the vaccine under duress, I suppose, you will need to cleanse yourself of all the stuff that was in it that worried you about it and made you resistant to it to begin with. And what are those things? Well, it just depends on who you're asking. Some will tell you it's the toxins. And the word toxin is used in sort of like pseudo-medicine wellness circles to mean any whatever whatever mm-hmm. you need it to mean at the moment. Radiation. Especially, you know, there's a lot of talk about the COVID vaccine can, I don't give you great cell phone reception or mm-hmm. make your internet work faster. Make your, kind of break your ding dong. That, yeah, that's, it doesn't, but yes. And uh, nanotechnology, you know, the usual stuff, the usual stuff that you worry about, <laughs> nanotechnology. Um, now, uh if you have been recently vaccinated and this is getting you worried, I'm going to kind of go back to a brief history associated with this before I get into like the current COVID discussion around it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want and, and give you like your detox formulas. But uh, I do want to say, since that might stress you out to know that you're not going to hear the detox formulas till the end of the show, um, it is impossible to... Well, first of all, you can't, it's not a toxin, you couldn't detox, but like if if what you're trying to say is you want to remove the vaccine after you've put it in you, it's impossible. You can't. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that would, nothing. Nothing. Period. End of sentence. I like, I don't need to do a study. It just doesn't. You can't. It's in there. That's it. Done. And moreover, you 
would never want to because it's going to prime your immune system to protect you from getting or dying of a deadly virus. So, But what if I want to? Um, what you want you got, to what? What have you got? Die of coronavirus? No, I want to get it out, Sid. What do you got oh, for me? Okay. What? So I'm I'm going to get there. I'm going to get to what the current COVID thing is. But before there, that, I, I do want to step back just a couple decades, just a few, a few decades. Because when it comes to vaccine conspiracies and misinformation campaigns, the roots of these are often tied to autism. Mm. Sadly, that's where a lot of this sort of um, these bad ideas, these fake ideas and these harmful ideas, that's where they come from, are these incredibly dangerous, sometimes um, just ignorant and then sometimes malicious, quote unquote, treatments or cures for autism. And again, they're based on theories about why autism happens that are also completely wrong and untrue. And have been disproven repeatedly, repeatedly in the ideas stick anyway. But back in the 90s, uh, the complete uh, quack and dangerous source of deadly misinformation, Andrew Wakefield, uh, promoted the completely false idea. And I'm saying I am reinstating how false these are because these ideas keep perpetuating. And there's some that would argue, like, just don't ever talk about them again and wait till they go away. But I I don't know. I would say the last few years have taught us that that doesn't necessarily work. Um, ideas don't go away just because you refuse to acknowledge them because they are so ridiculous. Uh, but anyway, so he completed, he promoted the completely false idea that thimerosal, which was a mercury containing compound that was used in some multi-dose vials of vaccines. So some, some, you've probably seen like a lot of, uh, vaccine, we probably, before COVID, you wouldn't have seen a lot of these, but the little vials that the vaccine comes in, people are doing all kinds of fun things with them now, making chandeliers out of them and Christmas lights and all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, we have a very different algorithm. <laughs> Sorry, this is TikTok, I think. <laughs> so in the, these little vials can contain a single dose of a medicine or vaccine, or they could contain multiple doses. And sometimes thimerosal was used in some of these multi-dose vaccine vials to stabilize it. That's it. Um, It contained an incredibly tiny, tiny amount of mercury that was found to be completely clinically insignificant and could not possibly have any effect in the human body. Less mercury than, say, eating fish that contains mercury. If you're worried about mercury, get your vaccines and don't eat fish. But I'm not even saying that because you can still consume a safe amount of fish. To be fair... I don't eat fish either. Well, one, you do. To be fair, (laughs) to be fair, let's put it all on the table. I'm trying to talk for long enough for you to drink a little bit of eggnog. Okay. I'm just saying. Well, you can say, what was the solution that Andrew Wakefield came up with? If you have this false belief that vaccines with thimerosal could have caused autism, um, what did he advise parents to do? To not, he advised them, he said, don't get this vaccine. Yes. He said, don't get vaccinated. Don't get vaccinated. Don't get vaccinated. Now, this is, again, completely don't false. Tr- By the way, don't this is cut that out and make it a text tone when I just <laughs> said that. Okay? This is, what, this is what Wakefield said, who has been, again, completely discredited, lost his license. Um, him, His study was falsified. It was completely fake. All of it was fake. It was retracted. This was all fake. But the damage was done because this idea, completely wrong and based on lies, has stuck and continues to damage people to this day. I want to make an argument. Why, 
if you want another sip of eggnog, this will take me like 30 seconds. Okay. Uh, here is the eggnog, uh, the eggnog that I want to offer. No, here is the, th- the theory that I want to offer. Is Andrew Wakefield, I'm phrasing this as a question, so it's legally defensible. Is Andrew Wakefield the worst dude what, uh, among the like top echelon of worst dudes ever? I mean, he's... He's definitely. I would not say the worst. I think that no, though that's. A, I'm not get. I'm yeah, not. Yeah, I think that there that. are some contenders there for that. And like, if we look back not too far in human history, um, but he's. I mean, he's up there because vaccine resistance leads to the spread of deadly childhood diseases. So, um, anything that encourages kids, parents not to get their kids vaccinated, puts those kids' lives at risk. You you can do the rest of that figuring out for yourself, but. Yeah, I'd put him up there. Um, So a lot of people began to wonder, even though, again, his ideas would all be discredited and he would lose his license and he should be forgotten forever, but he still, I think, circulates in anti-vax. I mean, we keep bringing him up, but we we bring up a lot of people on this show. What? That's a real rogues gallery. (laughs) There were a lot of parents who started asking, well, what do I do if my kid's already been vaccinated? Like, uh, that's fine. I won't get more vaccines. But what, how do I fix the damage from the thimerosal? Now, we had known about something called chelation therapy since the 1930s when a compound that was abbreviated EDTA for simplicity was discovered uh, to be useful in treating lead poisoning. So basically there are substances that we can put in your body to pull out things that shouldn't be there. Like if you actually have heavy metals in your body in toxic amounts, we can give you something that will bind those heavy metals and flush them out through your kidneys, right? This is a real thing, like, because people do get heavy metal poisoning. Like, that is a thing that can happen. That is real. Um, So, and since then, we have developed a number of different compounds that can do that, some that are less toxic and stuff, because some of these are quite dangerous, as I'm going to get into. But uh, we, we know that there is a way, if you do indeed have heavy metals in your body, that we can remove them, Um So some people began to get the idea that if, again, these are all lies, but this is what base, this is where this is all coming from. If thimerosal with mercury in these vaccines is what caused autism, then maybe we could get the mercury back out of the people who've been vaccinated. So remove that vaccine component with chelation therapy and thereby as they would argue, as they would term, cure autism. Okay. Okay. And so they be, they began to promote chelation therapy for kids, usually kids. I mean, it could be adults, but these are generally, I mean, historically have been parents seeking treatment for autistic children is, is were the targets of this sorts of therapy. And it would remove the mercury. Um, throughout the early 2000s, there were a lot of quacks out there who would offer this. Uh, and, and like come and you could bring your child and allow them to be given chelation therapy with the hopes that you would remove whatever mercury was in there, even if they didn't have, and the thing is like, this wasn't based on some sort of lab test. It's not like they did, because this has been done by the way, because I know what you're wondering is like, well, did they even look to see, are there higher mercury levels in people with autism? No, there aren't. They did that study. There is no difference in the amount of mercury and an autistic person and a not autistic person. Like, there just isn't. But they went ahead and offered this anyway. And it was not benign, by the way. That's the other thing to know about chelation therapy. 
uh, even when actually necessary because somebody does have toxic levels of mm-hmm. heavy metals in their blood, it's risky. There are risks to this therapy. These compounds are not totally benign. It can cause kidney damage. It can cause dehydration. It can dangerously lower your calcium levels. It can cause liver damage, um, severe allergic reactions. So in the case of somebody with heavy metal toxicity, you'd be balancing those risks versus, I mean, the very real damage that actual heavy metal poisoning can do, right? So Mm -hmm. like it's a risk-benefit thing. Like, well, yeah, there's dangerous to chelation, but if we let you hang out with this heavy metal, you know, you could die of that. So when used inappropriately, it can cause death. So despite never proving that it did anything helpful, and several cases where chelation therapy did indeed cause harm or death to children who were undergoing chelation therapy for autism, it persists as a fake medicine, quote-unquote, treatment for autism. To this day, you will find people who will tell you they will chelate you. Well, again, it's, it's, it could be aimed at somebody who is actually autistic, but it's generally aimed at parents of autistic children. The idea being that, again, within the kayfabe of, of this, like the damage has already been done, quote-unquote, by, by the time you're older and an yes. adult. Yes, yes. And so, like, there's a time, again, this would all be tied to this false belief that the vaccine caused the autism. Like, if you don't buy that, then this theory falls apart. But if you buy into that fake idea, then this would be a viable treatment option. Um, but, of course... It isn't, and chelation therapy shouldn't be used. And this isn't, of course, the only example of vaccine reversal Mm -hmm. being used to falsely treat autism because they're, they're, like, chelation therapy is sort of the big one. This is how we'll get rid of the vaccines. There are other ways that they've attempted to get rid of your vaccine if you have autism after the fact. Um, And I want to tell you about some of those, but first got to head to the billing department. Let's go. The medicines, the medicines that escalate macabre for the mouth. Sydney, you know how you're always saying that you'd like to build a Justin McQuarrie fan site full of all your favorite quotes, clips, videos, and hunky pictures of beloved podcaster Justin McRoy? I don't remember. Well, there's that- no need to wait any longer, Sydney, because Squarespace is going to make it easier then you could possibly believe to make a website uh, all about your favorite hunky podcasting superstar. I don't think I was going to— Squarespace, what is it? It's a tool—think of it as the palette, the palette of a web design artist. But you don't have to be a web design artist. You could just take stuff off the palette that is created by real people that know what they're really doing and put it from the palette onto the— Easel. The metaphor is broken down. Basically, you're going to be able to create great-looking websites that have fantastic customer support and help you unlock your creativity and do whatever you want to with your small business or podcaster obsession. You can sell products. You can uh, post your videos. You can share your stories about how Justin has shaped your life and is also a fantastic father. Folks, you got to stop waiting to make your Justin McElroy fan site. Go to squarespace.com slash sawbones for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your Justin McElroy fan site, use offer code sawbones to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have just started rehearsing 
for the summer theater. That's right. Summer starts in March around these parts, and that means we don't have much time at all in the evenings to make dinner. But we will not be just consuming Wendy's, uh, although there will be some Wendy's consumed. But we are going to have a little extra help with Factor, which delivers ready-to-eat, delicious meals right to your door. And not like junky stuff you get out of the freezer aisle, whatever. This is real high-quality, chef-crafted stuff that in two minutes you're ready to eat it. I'm talking about some Southwestern-style turkey and mac. I think this week I'm going to be enjoying a shredded chicken taco bowl is 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 part of my plan. Um, but they got like fancy stuff. Listen to this. Where are you going to get this? Truffle butter filet mignon. I mean, seriously? From 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 a, a box? Pre-prepared? All I got in two minutes? I'm eating filet mignon? That sounds delicious. Yeah, it sounds delicious. And you can give these a try. And it's not just these meals. We're talking pancakes, smoothies. They got some great wellness shots that are surprisingly delicious. And the meals you just eat and eat. There's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup. Get as much as you need by choosing your meals every week. You're going to get exactly what you want. No surprises here. Uh, and the meals, I can say, are delicious. So what do you got to lose? Head on over to factormeals.com slash sawbones50 and use code sawbones50 to get 50% off. That's code sawbones50 at factormeals.com slash sawbones50 to get 50% off. Hi, it's Jesse Thorne, the founder of Maximum Fun. It's the Thanksgiving season, and I want to take this opportunity to thank you, the members of Maximum Fun. This Max Fun Drive, your generosity and your love of pins, helped us raise over $90,000 to help bridge the digital divide. Families without internet access struggle to do things that the rest of us might take for granted, especially during COVID. Going to school, applying for jobs, finding medical care. Your donations help the nonprofit Everyone On. They provide equipment, services, and training to get people online so they can access opportunity. You can find out more about the great work Everyone On does at everyoneon.org. Thanks for supporting Maximum Fun. Thanks for supporting Everyone On. And thanks for being awesome people who want to do good in the world. Sorry, Sid, you um, teased that there was going to be a lot more of this kind of thing, so I, I needed a bit more eggnog. Oh, understand. that's fair. That's fair. Um, I tried to I tried to um, lay out this episode to start with the really egregious stuff and get to the stuff that's— The stuff you kind of support. No, I don't support <laughs> any of it. It's still fake, but at least less harmful. <laughs> Not that that's better. It's all—and I should preface with—and we talk about this a lot on Sawbones, but if you haven't heard it before, we'll say it again— a lot of this is also um, based on the idea that any neurodivergence is bad and needs to be cured, so to speak. Um, and these are not my words. These are the words of the practitioners, whatever they may be, whatever their licensing or certification may be, who promote these sorts of treatments, that we need to get rid of autism, uh, you know, again, we've said this before, but I think it bears repeating, especially as someone like who is is you know neurodivergent themselves. Like, I think that it bears repeating that autism and many different types of neurodivergence are not diseases to be cured, but rather just 
facets of who people are. I know of and know personally a lot of people who are living on the autism spectrum that have wonderful, amazing, fulfilling, incredible lives, not in spite of that autism, but because of it. It is part of who they are. Mm -hmm. It is part of their their journey. It is part of who they are as people. And it's not something to be excoriated. It, and is that a word? That's a uh, word, right? I don't yeah. know if it's an appropriate word. It's not a disease. So I'm trying it's, to cure well, autism. And that's, I think they that need support. It's wild they to need me. support, but like, so does everybody. We all do. And I mean, it, we all need different kinds of support. We all learn differently. We all, we know that. We know that there are many different ways that we develop as children and many different um, ways of supporting children as they're developing that are specific to that kid and their needs. We all, we all have specific needs. I mean, like that's, that's true about all of us, yeah. autistic or not. And, um, you know, it's always wild to me that uh, autistic people speak out against all of these sorts of things, mm -hmm. you know, once they're given the ability to, like once they're adults, you know, once they are no longer sort of having to follow someone else's treatment plan for them, they speak out against this and we don't listen to them. That's really frustrating to me because you would think that once you have like a group of adults saying like, no, 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 we don't, you please stop, please stop, stop. this stuff. Um, it's still not enough. But any anyway, I don't want I don't want my to, kids to have flipping chicken pox. Yeah. Cut it out, please. Uh, this isn't the only example, like I said, of vaccine reversal. Um, there was there were a group of Canadian homeopaths uh, in who found who were founded in 2010, and they were called again just to sort of echo what we're what we're saying. They were called Cease, which stood for Complete Elimination of Autistic Spectrum Expression. So there, there. Yo, you, I that mean, sounds that sounds evil. It does sound evil. I mean, like, and when it sounds you, evil. Stop. It sounds like eugenics. It I mean, does. If, if you just want to put it out there, like, it, it sounds like eugenics. And now they're not. It's not exactly eugenics because it's homeopathy, so it's completely fake. It's like fake. It's, Pretend you. It's half-hearted eugenics for people. Yeah, it's completely. Yeah. Um, but basically, oh, they advise the use of homeopathic vaccines to reverse the effects. Of the original vaccines that they believed, again, caused the autism. Or at least they said 70% of autism is caused by vaccines. I don't know about the other 30%, but 70% were definitely vaccines. And so they basically would administer an incredibly diluted form of a vaccine, which would do nothing. I mean, the, in, in, in this case, this could not—I mean, it, we've talked about homeopathy also. Things are diluted to such an extent that there may not even be more than a— I don't know. Molecules. A molecule of the original compound in whatever you're actually given. And so most homeopathic medicines, not all, most couldn't cause harm because they're basically water. Um, now, that, that isn't always true. There are some that are, have been shown to be dangerous, but generally they just don't do anything. They're dangerous in the sense that you're turning to that instead of actual medicine. Right. So they would, uh, they would administer those and then just counsel you once you get treated, just don't get any more vaccines. Um, and again, on the less dangerous but even more absurd side, there was another vaccine detox that was prescribed by fake doctors for autism uh, consisting of cod liver oil. So all good. <laughs> basically, right. after your babies have had after your baby has had a round of vaccines, these were mainly aimed at little little kids because we do get a lot of vaccines early in childhood. And in case you have that question, why do we get the vaccine so little? If we're, you know, if people are nervous about this stuff, why do why don't we wait till kids are older to give them the vaccine so they won't be so nervous? Because we give the vaccines 
prior to the ages when most kids died of these diseases before vaccines. So that's always a good point to bring up. because I'll, And I'll hear a lot of really well-meaning, just like really wanting to know the truth parents who will ask me that question. Couldn't we give them later? And the cases and the, and the truth is like, well, if we gave them later, we may miss our opportunity and your kid might get sick. So that's why we give them so early. Because before we had vaccines, a lot of kids died before they were two. Yeah. And, you know, now they don't. So uh, the cod liver oil detox is basically very small amounts. It's like a half a teaspoon and a quarter teaspoon of cod liver oil that you either put in the baby bottle or you could just rub it on their tummy. Okay, sure. After yes. the vaccines. Um, and, of course, there were specific cod liver oil brands that were promoted for this purpose. The reason cod liver oil is they were looking for something with vitamin A and it has a lot and it was the best form. I don't know. There are always these sort of like very tenuous arguments about like, well, here's why this over all the other ways you could get this vitamin. This is why I chose cod liver oil. Um, so where does that leave us now? Because we, we've talked a lot about like there is a precedent for this. In, in fake medicine circles, there has been this idea that while vaccines in their minds are bad, there is something you could do to sort of save yourself if you've already committed the sin of getting a vaccine. You can reverse the vaccine in these ways. Um, joining the fray recently, the reason this has made headlines, is Dr. Carrie Madej, um, who, you know, DOs get enough crap without her having to add to the stuff that they'll get. I saw every article kept referring to her as the osteopath. And I thought, man, all my, all my osteopathic friends must be going, come, come on. on. Yeah. So uh, she- I feel that way whenever they have gamers on Law & Order. So I completely <laughs> I understand. There are plenty of MDs who do ridiculous, dangerous, bad stuff too, yeah. but they don't refer to us as allopaths. And they're yeah. not like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I feel like, anyway- the point is, she came out with her own detox bath that you can use. Like, you can get in a bathtub and put these substances in it after you get your COVID vaccines um, to, you know, fix all the damage that she would claim the COVID vaccines have done to you. So, basically, you, you draw a bath and you add some Epsom salts and baking soda because that will remove all the radiation Perfect. Right, yes, you know, obviously. that we all know. You didn't even need to say it. We all know. Mm -hmm. You need the bentonite clay in there to remove the toxins. Okay, good. What toxins? The toxins. The toxins. Justin, the toxins. We, you know deep down in your heart without even having to read about it, the toxins. Uh, and, of course, the thing that made headlines, borax, to remove the nanotechnology that is inside you. That's what the borax Wait, is for, you... by the way. It's for the nanotech. No, this is what the borax is for. I just played my my wife's sound. I don't think I added it <laughs> in my soundboard, but it, it's, it's my wife. Like not you know. Borat, Borax. Uh, now, to be fair, wait, hold on. Let me try this. Maybe this will work. My wife. Yeah, that might have worked. I don't okay. know. Rachel well, added. Way. If not, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is you, what Rachel. we need to use her her precious time is to add a my wife. Because <laughs> Borat. Because Borax. Borat. It sounds like Borax. Uh, to be fair, all the other stuff is harmless, right? Like, it, I mean, if you put a little bit of baking soda, Epsom salts, bentonite clay sounds in like your pretty, bath. Sounds like, a, you know, give me a Danielle Steele and it sounds like we got a nice relaxing evening there. A couple of candles. 
I mean, we've talked before some about votives? people eating clay, and that can cause some problems. But generally speaking, you put a little bit of this stuff in your bathtub, it's it's not going to do harm. Yeah. The borax is the issue. So, again, in, in very small amounts, and not even very small, in... in I don't, I don't want to say moderate amounts. Borax is a fairly benign substance, generally speaking. Okay. okay. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to misstate. I always want to be on the, you know, I always feel like it's important to be honest. Like this is not a deadly poison that you can't touch at all. It sounds scary. It does sound say. scary. Borax is a scary, it's like, but so is hydrox and those aren't dangerous. But larger amounts of borax, that's true. That's very true. It is, it does sound like a cleaning product though. Um, it, larger amounts. There's a fascinating amounts. history there. If Sawbones ever pivots and it's about cookies, there's a fascinating history. All cookies. Do you know why they're called time. Oreos? Go ahead, Justin. No one does. <laughs> Sleep tight. Nobody knows why they're called Oreos. So in small amounts, it's likely not harmful, but in larger amounts, it can definitely cause skin irritation. It's always worse for kids. Like the amounts that are needed to do damage are lower for kids. So if we're talking about kids getting vaccines and then being exposed to borax, that's even worse. Um, it's obviously it's bad if you inhale or ingest it, especially in kids. Again, there is like an amount that you could eat if you wanted that wouldn't kill you, but there is also an amount that would harm you. So don't eat it. You don't need to eat it. It doesn't do anything. Um, that, that's the big thing. Like it can, it can cause harm while it is less likely than other substances to cause harm. It could, and it absolutely will not help you in any way whatsoever. Period. Like it will not do anything to help you whether you bathe in it or whatever. Um, because you can't remove a vaccine in a bath of anything. Not just the COVID vaccine. You can't. Why? why how could you wash off a vaccine? I don't know. I mean, it's think about my, that. That's not my idea. Well, I'm me. just saying like really think about that. Um, I don't know of a bath you could get in that would remove the vaccine unless it's like a bath of acid and you're just and then you're dead. Cool. Then. Nice. <laughs> Happy Halloween, I guess? I don't know. Well, it's God just there's see. not a bath that you could take that would remove a vaccine, which okay, again, you wouldn't want to do. Okay, just say that. Um, you don't have to introduce body horror. It's just such nonsense. It's just such nonsense. It's, it's beyond a lot of the nonsense that I just told you. At least there was some sort of vague, like, collection of ideas, right? Yeah. To support it. This has zero. This is just, I don't know, getting a bath of stuff and I'll make and it'll make the vaccine go. I don't even know how you make money off that idea. I guess you just get popular and then you get to talk to other people who have bad ideas. I don't know. Um, this is utter nonsense and you don't need to remove vaccines because they are safe and effective. They save lives. And whether you're getting them by choice or because of a mandate, which, by the way, is still a choice, I think is important to remember. <laughs> now, Sydney, in the notes here that you've written to yourself, you have some uh, rather harsh profanity in this section. Was just to, you say, which is still effing choice. Was that to remind you to be super angry about no, it? that's because I was angry when I was typing out my note. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, it was a good thing. It was a good thing that you got the vaccine. It's a good thing. <clears throat> Vaccines are good. Um, uh, there are other charlatans out there who are selling nonsense, not just baths, to detox you from the COVID vaccine. But you can find, if you start looking, <sighs> I did it for you, so I would recommend you don't because it'll just make you angry. You can find a lot of books on the subject of, like, first of all, avoiding the vaccine. But then 
moreover, like, okay, so you got the vaccine. Here's what to do about it now. Um, some are older and refer more to things like autism. Some are newer and are specifically aimed at the COVID vaccine. There was one I found that was called Reversing the Side Effects of the COVID-19 Vaccine, colon, How to Heal Yourself from Adverse Reactions to the Trump Vaccine and Protect Yourself from Shedding. What? Um, shedding, not... Okay, yeah. got it. Um, I thought that was wild because it was, they call it the Trump vaccine. And I started to wonder, who is this for? Yeah. Who is this for? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who this is for. Um, it tells you to drink a lot of juice. Like basically it's, it just recommends juicing. Like juice, avoid processed foods and GMOs, get a lot of fresh air and sunlight. And also it, it, it says if you're a pre-Vatican II Catholic, then you'll probably be better off. Perfect. Yeah. I, but that's like. That's how you reverse a vaccine. Who isn't that applicable to? Uh, there's another one, shot detox. Detox your body from vaccinations, you know, immunizations, way, and flu shots even years after taking them. You're a lapsed Catholic. Do you understand to non-Catholic people how wild the phrase pre-Vatican II sounds? <laughs> you understand that sounds like that sounds like Catholicism is your HC. And it's just like, well, I don't really recognize after, you know, that season of Catholicism uh -huh. is not really canonical. I, I was raised in post like in the Vatican II Catholic world. So like the mass was I mean it just was a way to sort of modernize the church. We're if not, you're not familiar. I, I, love, I don't know if, I, I don't you. know if we need to my like the mass of my parents was in Latin. The mass that I attended was in the language my I spoke. interest in having this discussion okay. on top of the current discussion is less than nil. I'm just saying that's, that that was that's what that I is. just wanted to sideswipe Catholicism <laughs> real quick Thanks. and then move on. I'm gonna tell my parents on you. L luckily, I'm I hail from the impunables <laughs> Southern Baptist tradition. <laughs> Unimpunable. Never any problems there. Uh, this this other book was from 2017, but they do add like updated. This will work for COVID. Good news. Don't worry, all this stuff we said will work for all these other <laughs> well, vaccines. You know what? Here, here's all I'll say. It works exactly as well mm -hmm. on COVID as it does for the other stuff. Uh, I can endorse that fully. And it's just mainly like herbal stuff, uh, essential oils, that usually. There's a, I found a spray you can get, a uh, homeopathic vaccine detox spray. I don't know. I have to, I didn't look at the ingredients. I have to assume it's water. Um, but you can spray that and it will detox your your body Great. <laughs> from vaccines. That's available for just, I mean, it's 15 bucks for an ounce. That's a steal. Can you I know? say, that um, sounds like a good value. It, <laughs> it sounds like a great value. Um, and then there was, uh, I found this other vaccine detoxification plan um, that I just really, <laughs> I enjoyed reading through all of the, uh, uh, let's see, you have to, Eat a healthy organic diet and avoid toxins like fragrances and fabric softeners. Um, avoid any candles except for beeswax candles. Avoid car exhaust. No medicines. Um, and then there's a whole list of supplements that I'm sure you can buy there um, that you make a paste out of and, like, just put over the injection site. Perfect. <laughs> to draw it out, I suppose. Sure. I don't know. Um, if all this is making you feel sad and hopeless, don't... Let it, because here is what I thought about. As I was reading all of this, I thought, oh, oh, this is so sad. And then I thought, wait, 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 wait. All these people who peddle all of this pseudoscience and misinformation are usually, usually after attention and money, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's really their end game. Yes, there are true believers who really think that they found the secret treatment or cure for something. But most of the time, it's about attention and money. 
if the attention and money is no longer in trying to convince you to avoid the vaccines, mm-hmm. if the attention and money is in convincing people who have already gotten the vaccine to do whatever their silly advice is to try to detox themselves, then maybe that's an indicator of how many people are getting vaccinated. Maybe we should look at it in a positive way. You can't make that much money or get that much attention screaming about how bad vaccines are anymore because so many more people are going to get vaccinated than will resist it. And I try to remind myself that that's that's the truth, is the people who are anti-vax are a very, very loud minority. Mm-hmm. And depending on where you live, and Justin and I can empathize very strongly with this, <laughs> that may, may be a larger minority. <laughs> but still, more people have been and will get vaccinated than won't. And... uh you did the right thing, and obviously all this, all of this detox stuff is complete nonsense and shouldn't, wouldn't work and wouldn't need to anyway because all the vaccine did was tell your immune system how to defend you against a deadly virus that has already taken so many lives. So you protected yourself. You protected other people. I mean, there's a part of me that feels like if there are people out there who will, you know— rub some paste on their arm and feel better about it. (laughs) At least they got vaccinated in the first place. But I can't think that way because I'm a scientist. And again, at the end of the day, just get the vaccine because it's safe and effective. Yeah, uh, please. 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 You're protecting yourself and you're protecting other people and you're helping us move back to a time where those of us with young children could leave the house. Or or people who are immunocompromised, you know. We would all like to go engage with society again. Um, if you're looking for something you can do uh, in addition to just, you know, getting the vaccine and telling people that you know to get the vaccine. And, and encouraging them not to bathe in borax. Uh, there's also – we got some pro-vax merchandise, if you want to call it that, on McElroyMerch.com. Specifically, there's a T-shirt, our vaccine shirt. Uh, 100% of the proceeds from that go to the Immunization Action Coalition. Uh, their website is immunize.org. It's a great organization that we've worked with for years at this point. Uh, even before COVID, we were working with the IAC. And, uh, well, vaccines have always been great. COVID just reminded us in real time yeah, why they are. Just how great they are. Uh, that's at Macroy March. Speaking of, um, this is uh, this may not interest you. I don't know, but I'll mention it. Um, on uh, uh, Thanksgiving... I and my brothers and the two guys from Worst Idea of All Time, Tim Batt and Guy Montgomery, we do a Paul Blart uh, Mall Cop 2 review show called Till Death Do Us Blart. We do it every Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving. Uh, We have for seven years now. This is our seventh episode of the show. That'll be out on, as you might have guessed, Thanksgiving. So uh, if you go to macromarch.com, we got a shirt there, or just listen to it. It's called Till Death Do Us Blart, which is an excellent title still. Uh, we got a book, someone's book. You can get it at a bookstore. But more importantly, go get your vaccine. Tell everybody to get your vaccines. Flu shots, too. Flu shots, too. Oh, that flu shot went down smooth this year. Real nice vintage. Charlie's getting her second COVID vaccine in two days. Yep. But, yeah, by the time you're listening to this, today, the day you're listening to this, Ooh, uh, assuming true. you're listening to it, you know, the day Charlie will be getting her second COVID. We've got one more kid to go. Amazing. Uh, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. That's going to do it for us. Until next time, my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. As always, don't drill a hole in your head. Nothing grows. Nothing grows.
Comedyandculture.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported. Do you sometimes wonder whatever happened to the kids at your school who really loved Star Trek? You might remember a kid like me, the one who read the Star Trek novels and built starship models. I also took music classes to avoid taking gym classes that required showering after, but I don't see what that really has to do with- Or a kid like me. I introduced myself to kids at my summer camp one year as Wesley, but when the school year started and some of those kids were in my new class, I actually had to explain to my friends that I had tried to take on the identity of my favorite Star Trek character. The shame haunts me to this day. I'm sure some of those Star Trek fans from your childhood grew up to have interesting and productive lives, but we ended up being podcasters. On The Greatest Discovery, you'll hear what happens to two lifelong Star Trek fans who didn't grow up to be great people, they just grew up to be people who love jokes as much as they love Trek. Season four of Star Trek Discovery is here, so listen to our new episodes every week on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts.